What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode number, what is this, 53? Yeah, 53 of Millennial Gaming Speak. I forgot to check the episode before we went live. I am your host, Logan Moore, and with me, as always, is Max Roberts. Max, hi. Hello, Internet. How is it going? Oh, I don't, I don't know if they're going to respond, but I hope, Darn it. I hope the I was hoping. I was well. hoping to finally hear a response back. I'm doing okay, though. a positive though. response from the Internet. I'm I'm doing I'm doing okay. If, you, yeah? if you're How wondering, are you, do you have a good day, Logan? Um, it's only like one o'clock, so I've done. I've so been far. doing all right so far. Got up and drank my two cups of coffee, and just kind of been sitting around ever since, waiting to start this this darn show. You've been waiting for me. I've been a I've been a very slow poke today. I'm yeah, very had to go busy. To the, it's you unfortunate. Had to go to the land of chickens and talk to your manager or something like that. Yeah, I had a ma- mandatory work meeting today. That was very fun. So it took an hour longer than I thought it would. Hour longer. An hour longer. It was great. Good what times. Do you, what have you been doing lately? You ready for school to start again? Because I'm ready for school to start again. I'm getting really, I'm real tired of work. Got two more weeks till school starts, I yeah, think. Yeah, same here. What do you start? The 22nd, I think. Yeah. 23rd, something around there. Yep, right in there. Uh, I play, I've been playing Batman, Telltale Batman. That's How'd you like kinda, that? I want to. I want to buy uh, it, but... Kind of I'd say it's worth can. it. They fixed like the season pricing thing too. So yeah, what is it? Twenty five now? Yeah. So even so. if you just bought each episode individually, it's still twenty five by the end of it. So that's actually kind of cool. Actually, so if you wanted just to sample it for five bucks, you could. Uh, yeah, maybe I will do that. And because then I do if you want, re- you just then you can just keep buying the individual episodes. Yeah, I really like that. Actually, I'm going to do that. That's a really good idea because I can part with five dollars, but I can't part with twenty five right now. Um, exactly. I don't. I don't know if I've mentioned this to you, Mike. I need a new car really badly because. Uh, well, I, I knew your car was a piece of junk, but yeah, my I didn't know a, something happened. Well, it, so it's really old. It's got like a hundred and close to one hundred ninety thousand miles on it. Uh, it's fifteen years old. I've been old looking. I, I've been saving up money for a while to buy a new one, and my brakes felt weird this past week, so I took it to the shop and I was like, "Hey, Mister Shopman, check out my car because I think it feels kind of funny." And he's like, "All right, I will do that." And so he put it up on the riser thingy, and he's like, hey, your brakes are, like, awful. These are, like, some of the worst brakes I've ever seen. And I was like, oh, can you show them to me? And he's like, sure. So he showed me my brakes, and they did not look good. And he's like, you should not be driving this car. This is extremely unsafe. I'm like, okay, fix it. How much will it cost? He's like, about $700. And I was like, okay, that, please uh, don't fix car, it. Yeah, this car is not worth $700. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not fixing. I, I drove it home one last time. I was like, okay, please don't die on the way home. I just need to get back one you last time. You were probably time. way more cautious driving home than you were driving to the shop. Yeah, I didn't think anything of it driving to the shop. Driving home, though, I was like, oh, gosh, please please don't kill me. This is when the brakes are finally going to go when I'm aware of the problem. Yeah, yep, exactly. So I got home, parked it in my driveway, and there it sits and i will probably not drive it again for i don't know ever as anyway so i'm looking for a car right now i don't really have I was gonna a car. say you need a car before school starts yes and uh i've got a way to get to work the next week or so so that's fine and dandy i should be good there but i do need to buy a new one i've got a couple thousand saved up but it's gonna pretty much liquidate my savings which sucks really badly so goodbye vr and no i've actually got no. like half of it paid off so i'll be fine and i've still got a job going forward so i mean i'll be okay but, I'm so excited for VR. Yeah, sorry, I almost if my meeting if my meeting started two hours later, I actually after my meeting would have gone to the Best Buy and played more VR because it was right there. Is it still there? It's every weekend, every weekend until launch. Every weekend. Wow, really? That's yep. interesting. I did not know that. Yeah. So 
Do they I'm still sure go to GameStops too? Yep. So I'm sure you can. The lines have really died down, and I could just keep playing Super Hypercube. Yeah, I told you after like, I played it, I was like, okay, I know what it is. I'm just gonna wait till launch to continue driving, building that hype until it arrives. I know, and that hype's in my head, and I know I can go play with it. And y- you never know. Maybe the units have like a patch or something, and they run a little smoother. I don't know. I'm just. I would love to try it out again, but I gotta like make the time to go out there, and haven't been able to do that quite yet sorry i need to let uh i was i i, I was I, I had to type there i'm sorry that was bad of you me had to, on the, it on was the very air. bad radio very bad radio went but you know it's those pregnant pauses that get people to listen i had to tell everybody that i now can review batman now that i know i only need to drop five dollars on the first episode because that is affordable but yeah i need five dollars is affordable it's it's a very good i'm very curious to hear your thoughts um because since I'm doing it for the guide, I've, I've played it two times already. So I've played both kind of... I don't know how you can do that. I was actually going to bring that up to you. Like, if nobody knows, like, you do the... you t- Well, you've done the last two guides I've for done, the Telltale games, haven't you? I've did Tales from the Borderlands. is the only Telltale game I've done. Um, and I played through that ga- entire game twice. Because oh, I had geez. to do the good decisions and the bad decisions. I don't know how you do that. Because when I beat those games, I, I'm done with them. Like, I, oh. Especially because there's no incentive for me to go back like achievements-wise mm-hmm. or anything. Or trophies, whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. As soon as I'm done with those games, I'm like, that was my playthrough. I'm done. I'm not going to edit any of that. I'm not going to try to change anything that happened. I'm, I'm totally finished with well, it. Yeah. Traditionally, Abby and I, we played Walking Dead Seasons 1 and 2. And we Wolf Among Us. We played those three games together, and those were our playthroughs on the PlayStation. Like, we locked them in, and we're done, and I haven't touched those games since. I've actually had the itch to play Wolf Among Us again. Really? Uh, and Yeah, and it was free on Xbox a while ago, so I have it on my Xbox One. I'll say that that one would actually be one of the more interesting ones to play, because that last episode kind of changes mm-hmm. how you view everything in retrospect. So it would be interesting. That one specifically may be interesting to go back and to go see back and play. from the start but, um, to the finish. But when I... When I got the job for Telltale, I knew I'd have to play it twice, and I didn't know how I'd feel about that. And um, certain parts feel a little repetitive because you know the major story beats, and there's just, like, some combat things you can't skip yeah, or speed up. But overall, it's actually kind of interesting because usually I play as a good person. So my first playthrough always is the good, like what I would have done instinctively if i was playing this by myself so that's your main playthrough and you that's my that main one. playthrough and then okay. the second one is where i make the horrible decisions i never would have made on my own um so in batman you're and i, I don't want to i don't want to spoil anything lives. for batman but um let's see um walking dead season one uh there's a part where at, with lee and his arm um, yeah that's exactly the part i was thinking of um you can either chop it off or keep it on. Uh, Abby and I decided to chop it off, which is kind of the more extreme that's out exactly of those two. That's exactly what I did as well. Uh, yeah, that's a really tough one. But, you know, going back, I would have seen how it played out if I didn't chop the arm off same way, no matter what. Um, but for games like Batman and spe- specifically Telltale, or I'm sorry, not Telltale, for Tales from the Borderlands, it was cool to kind of see the more villainous side of things play out or the... Mm-hmm the darker side of things so that's what's interesting keeps it interesting for me is i don't know those tiny details but i know the big the big beats 
Um, I can only go and so In particular long. with Batman, it's usually like a good side and a dark Batman. And the dark Batman stuff was really interesting to see the options they gave you. I'll probably play that today now. I expect that I'll download it and play that you later should. this evening. Because uh, I've got all day now that we're recording and now, so early. I know you're reviewing it for a PlayStation website, so you'll probably get it on your PS4. But yep. get it on your PS4 because there's a platinum trophy. Mm-hmm. Of course. And just for beating the game. So free platinum. I think um, I've got 33 of them now. I forget what I platinum the other day. I'm at 16, I think. So I need the what? next one I wanted to get was Uncharted 4. I for, yeah, which that's, I've had an that's itch what I've that had, game again I've, as well. I've had that on my backlog for a while to get that platinum. I forget what I platinum the other day. I got something. I got a new one. I forget what it was though. I I don't feel like looking. Um, I'm up to mm. 33 though. That's a lot oh, of platinums. So I'm about halfway there. Doing pretty good. I'd like to hit 50. That'd be fun. But yeah, what, I, I don't. Would your fiftieth game be something special, or would you do something easy like a, a Taco Master equivalent? Nah, I don't. I don't know. I don't care. I've got hard ones. I, I can always point to the oh, hard I know, ones. And say I, I've got yeah, those. I know you got hard ones, and so do I. Like I always will look at my. You've got Bloodborne, like Pete's sake. I'll always point. I'll be like, guys, look, I have a real platinum Hotline Miami. I did it. That's a good one. See, that's one you can always point to. I also point to Battlefront pretty often because that one's actually kind of tough and requires a lot of playing. Oh yeah, that's so many hours. I've got the Destiny one. Um, forgot about that yeah you know it's like i have hard ones i do i have easy ones in regards to like sly cooper one and two yeah those aren't um, too bad those are pieces of cake uh i also don't have anything as bad as hannah montana or uh ncis the game or silly games like those up yeah. but you know what's up you know it doesn't have a platinum though sadly it doesn't have a platinum uh-huh inside on ps4 which is now coming Ooh, and is now a nice thing segue, nice we'll get into our news here um so yeah this past week we got a leaked trophy list for inside the new game from play dead that was that came out last month on xbox one it is now coming to ps4 way quicker than we ever imagined um, very quick august 24th i think is the day so about three weeks out two weeks out yeah two, uh, about two and a half today, weeks out today is if you're uh, listening to this august the day 7th? we put it out yeah no, well, today we're recording. We're recording 7th. on August the day 7th. it will come out. This episode comes out as August tenth, uh, and actually, it's two weeks from release day. Yep. So two weeks from the day this episode airs, uh, you will be able to get in. The twenty fourth is a Wednesday. Yeah, shouldn't it be? Does PSN it update updates on... on Tuesdays? Maybe it's the twenty third. Are you Maybe. looking at it right now? Twenty third or twenty fourth? I'm looking at a calendar. Not Maybe the it's the twenty third. Maybe we're getting it mixed up. Maybe, but Inside is coming to PlayStation much sooner than anticipated, especially since Limbo took seven years. It took uh, a long time to I come forget. to PlayStation. It took a while. I don't know if it took se- seven I, years seven to come year, to PlayStation. I don't know why seven years popped in my head. No, but I, don't even think it, I don't even think it's been out seven years. Has it? Has. Now I'm going to see when Limbo came out, just initially. Um, but yeah, it's very quick, and for those of you that don't have an Xbox One or a PC, but do have a PlayStation 4... I can't recommend Inside yeah. enough to you. You yeah. need to pick this up day one and play it. For sure. It's worth the 20 bucks. Um, it's probably one of my favorite games I've played this year, mainly because nothing else stands out too much besides like Uncharted and Overwatch. I'd say after those two, Inside is probably my third choice. If oh, I- well, it came out in 2010. It's not even six years old. Well, actually, it, it just turned six. It just turned six? Okay. Six. So uh, it took a long time to come to PlayStation, though. I know that. I think it was, like, it was late in the PS3's life cycle. Yeah, maybe like the last year, like 2013. It's on Vita and PS4, so it's everywhere now. May have been 2013. Yeah, buy it, buy inside though. If all you have is a PlayStation, buy inside. Um, And so, sticking with 
PS4 news and more like games that are coming out more recent if you're listening to this the day the mp3 comes out the game is already out uh this isn't much of a news story but um no man's sky does release this tuesday we've got some pieces of news surrounding the game that have come out the past week before it launches on uh what is it the 9th yeah august 9th is when it comes out so two days away if you're watching live today on youtube by the time you listen to this mp3 it'll be out and you may be playing it um so we've got a couple pieces of news that I think Max is going to bring up here in a second. But for the most part, I was just, I kind of wanted to talk about what are your final thoughts before this game comes out? Are you going to get it? Are you excited for it? Um, what are you thinking about it? I, I don't know. Like, I'm still really interested in the game as a whole. I'd like to get it. I Again, because I'm trying to be so tight with money right now, I don't know if I'll get it this week. We'll just have to see. Um are you, are you excited for it, Max? I mean, we've talked about it before. I think even earlier in the year when we had our most anticipated games of 2016 episode, I think it was on your, your list and maybe even mine as well. Um, but what do you think about I... No Man's Sky? you excited for it? I am cautiously optimistic. Every time they've shown off this game, it's almost unbelievable. I my favorite My favorite showing of this game publicly was when he took it um, when Sean Murray took it to the Colbert show late, I think it's late night or the yeah, tonight show. Yeah. The late show. Is it the late show or the tonight show? I think it's the, the tonight, tonight show. With tonight Stephen shows Colbert. with tonight. Tonight shows with Jimmy Fallon. Okay. The late it's, show then it's the late show. Cool. You probably know more about that anyway, but anyway, he took it to Stephen Colbert saw it. And, uh, the way Stephen Colbert reacted to this game was just, it was very funny and I liked it a lot. But the idea of roaming around outer space, everything is <laughs> unknown, and you get to name things and discover things and mine and craft and build and explore, all sounds almost too too good to be true. Like, this game just... It's such a lofty idea for a game. Yeah. And such a small team of people. I think less than 20 people made this game. That's... Yeah, that sounds right. I think they had a team of like twelve to it's, fifteen people or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think that's about it. It's such it's so ambitious, and all of it sounds really cool and exciting. My where the caution in that optimism comes is the thing I'm most nervous about is the performance, particularly on PS4, because the PC version launches three days later on the twelfth. On the twelfth, yep. Um, I think the PC version will run fine if you have the the proper rig. Like, you know, if you have enough, unless the game is just poorly programmed, then that's, you know, like a Telltale game, then nothing you can do can save it. But, um, I'm really, I know Sony has poured an absurd amount of money into this game. Um, so I'm, I'm thinking that it will be properly optimized for the PS4 and it will run just fine. But I am nervous since it's all procedurally generated, it's all being loaded in real time, that this game is going to have either significant load times frame rate issues is it or gonna just have like... load times at all once you're in there well i know because the demos exactly. they've shown off you kind of jump from point to point pretty much immediately so yeah and that's and you know those are those are videos and demos they've shown and this is one of those games you got to get into people's hands and see how it runs and you know 
I think they've done the a good story. job with the last couple of trailers showcasing the gameplay. Yeah, like more with and more. the different thing, explore, trade, all that stuff. The menus and things like that look interesting with the resources and how you can allocate those to different upgrades and things like that. Like it looks, mm-hmm. it looks it's, a little bit a more very... in depth than the tra- the last couple of trailers have shown the, more of the depth that the game has. It's which a very I fascinating game, and I am ex- you know if the reviews are positive, uh, I will most likely end up getting it. I know Abby really wants it because she's a, a science major. So like the idea of discovering new plants and species and stuff is like really cool to her. Um, and you know, this game does look really cool to me too. And then my really, my pie in the sky dream for this game is it does come to VR. Yeah. Like they spend, you know, they, they patch the game here and there. If there are issues between now and VR, but this game, they, they are putting away, and they make it a VR game because I think that's every been everybody's dream since is we, it, this game should be if you if you if this game is as good as everyone hopes it's going to be or even just a slice of as good as the community hopes it will be because there's some crazy people in the community say, there's some people who think this is like the the, the, end all sa- be all. the savior of video mm-hmm. games if the if this game is is good and they come out and say it's on PSVR that is your that's your triple a your marquee title for this vr system this is your system seller i don't i don't think the game will be any less than good like i think as it is Mm -hmm. and what i've seen i i don't expect it to be bad or even mediocre by any means like i think it will be good but again like you said i don't think it's going to be life-changing i don't think it's going to be something that like changes how we view video games is it is it impressive like the tech that they've got in this and the procedurally generated universe and the 18 quintillion planets yes it's incredibly impressive but do i think it's going to just change everything no but at the same time i think it is going to be again no less than a good to great game like it looks it just looks fun like i i'm Again, I think that I've mentioned this a couple times before, but it just looks like a game where you've got 30 minutes to an hour before you want to leave before you go to bed or leave the house or something like that and you're like, oh, "I want to play a game, but I don't want to get too deep into something." You can go find a planet or two, name them. You can just go craft or mine for materials. Yeah, like, this game does seem very mm-hmm. Relaxing. Have you listened to the soundtrack at all? Because I have not. Um, no, I haven't. I assume we'll okay, probably I know it's put out it and people can listen to it. There's only I like haven't. there's only like ten tracks, I think. Something it's not like a lot. It's. I'm curious how they're gonna if music is even gonna be a major part of this game because I remember all the trade all, all the gameplay demos, natural sound design. You know, like animals and water and wind and things. Or is it going to be music every time I'm exploring? I'm curious. I think it's gonna be. I don't know. I mean, we'll have to we'll have to see. We'll I can't. See. I don't know. I don't know for sure. So I don't really want to say one way or the other what I, what it is. Um, it's... I, I know. I mean, if you remember the old like E3 gameplay demos and things like that, though, there is like constant music. It seems like going on in the background. If I remember, yeah. if I remember right. So it's E3 demo too. Yeah. So maybe they put put music in in places where it wouldn't necessarily be for the purpose of that demo, but overall, I think it probably will be somewhat constant. If I had to take a guess. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I really want to, more than anything, like, I want to play this game. Like, I just want to get my hands on it and play with it because it looks so interesting to just, I don't know. Like, I just, I just want to play it. It's very fascinating. Yeah, for sure. Um, It's fascinating. Like I said, I think it looks fun. Now, how quickly that loop of going to a new planet and doing this, that, and the other wears off remains to be seen. And it also remains to be seen what exactly, like, the story is behind it. I mean, there's not really I, a I story. I think it's going to be very light on story. 
I do. I mean, I'm not expecting um, like know, depth and like I'm not expecting like a written story, but I'm expecting like when I say story, I mean like the goal is to obviously get to the center of the universe. I think it's going to be very wide open in which how you do that. But I'm also well, you know, um, curious as to kind of entails. Kind of to tie this into some notable news. Uh, there's been some No Man's Sky stories up until launch. Um, yeah. The one I wanted to bring up in particular in regards to story is uh, the Day Zero patch. Um, some copies have leaked out early, whether people have bought them for ridiculous amounts of money or stores have broken street dates. Um, people are playing this game right now. And uh, the servers are being wiped. Um, they they will have been wiped by the time you listen to this. And Yeah, I think they wiped uh, today, actually. So, yeah, also all of the planets people have named already, all the animals, they're all gone. Um, and even they're encouraged to delete their saves because if they don't, they're, the day one zero patch will not work with their saves. I can't believe they're going to delete the planet out named after Harambe. Just I know. Now we just get to do it all over again. But <laughs> the interesting thing, and I don't want to get uh, – it's not really a spoiler. It really isn't, at least to me. And if Max is the, the show, king of spoilers. If so you, if you, yeah. If it's not a spoiler but if you to do him, not, then you're if you do not want to hear anything about No Man's Sky, to, you know – when this is going on, just skip ahead about 30 to 45 seconds while I read this the first bullet in these patch notes. And again, um, if is, you're listening to the MP3, the game's already out. So if you've played yes. it, then you have nothing to worry about. So um, uh, three paths. There are now new, unique paths that you can follow throughout the game. Um, if you start with a fresh save, you get to cho- have an early choices significant that will have significant impact on what you see later in the game and the overall experience. So there is some sort of... I we don't know the extent of these choices or the paths that they are. You could be a trader, you could be a warrior. Like maybe it's just kind of video game things, you know, like a class. You know, in Destiny, mm-hmm. you're a warlock, a titan, or a hunter, um, and that affects your play style. So it sounds like these are kind of that sort of scenario for No Man's Sky, and maybe that possibly has some impact on the story that is in this possibly. game. Because I, I don't, I don't know. But it sounds this patch. If you read through the patch notes. It's very big. Yeah, there's a uh, lot especially, going on. Especially for a game that went gold a month ago and is this ambitious to add all of this new stuff literally on launch is kind of crazy. And it's pretty um, impressive, again, because of the size of the team, how much they have been able to fine-tune within just three or four weeks since the game has gone gold. Like Typically, also, there are day-one patches, but I don't think they're this hefty. Also... Uh, you should just read these patch notes just for kicks and giggles because they sound so scientific. Like, here's one. Um, planets. We've added dead moons, low atmosphere, and extreme hazardous planets. Extreme hazards include blizzards and dust storms. Like, it just seems so particular and so minute in a game that's so expansive and vast. Yeah. Apparently, caves can be 128 meters tall now. Geo- geometric anomalies have been added. Underwater erosion now leads to more interesting seabeds. Like, all of this stuff is in a video game, and it's just so interesting to see how how detailed they're being about a game that is this big um it's going to be very interesting to see how this game performs apparently lighting and texture resolution has been improved like it's just you should i'll put a link actually i'm gonna link yeah these, you can uh, link the patch, patch notes in or, there into or the you, show notes you can google it it'll take three seconds yeah promise uh but for your convenience i'll put yeah you there. can put them in the patch notes um as far as i didn't really respond to this uh, your concerns about the performance I think it'll be fine. Like, I there's only one notable game that comes to mind when I think of a game that really didn't work very well on PS4, and that was 
uh, Firewatch. Firewatch is really the only game I've ever had a little bit of issues with in regards to like frame rate and things like that. Yep, that's that the only game. A little bit, and that was some Unity Four issues. It's yeah. one of the first. It's one of the first console games that uses Unity Four. Yeah, one of the, one of them, and you know that. That makes sense, not to make excuses for it. And they did patch it later on and came up with some solutions. And I haven't played the game since that initial month, so I I don't even know if it runs any better. Um, It is a game I wanted to dip back into at some point, especially before Game of the Year really rolls around. Um, I I really do... If this game runs well, this is the reason I canceled my special edition pre-order. Um... It's just like I want to wait. I mean, I haven't heard and I anybody see how well this game does. Clearly. I haven't heard anybody else expressing concerns who has played it. I, you're honestly the mm-hmm. only person who I've heard who has actually expressed concern about it. Maybe, maybe and, it's just so big and ambitious. I'm worried there's going to be a flaw. Remember, I remember on the show uh, before Batman: Arkham Knight came out, there was a news story, and they said there are no load times. Once uh-huh. you load into Gotham, there are no load times. Yeah, and I scoffed at that. I said, no way. There's no way. There's not a load time after you load into the game. And by golly, there wasn't a load time in Arkham Knight. I mean, there is, is, but they just mask it. And I well, think that's yeah, how it they will do be it in no very Man's well. Sky. And Uncharted does that as well with um, cutscenes. Mm-hmm. Certain cutscenes are loading buffers. Now, if and you try smart. to skip they did that the cutscene, Last scene, of Us then... on the PS3. Um, the thing, the difference between Batman or you know the cinematic games in this is, I doubt there's cutscenes in No Man's Sky. So, and it's just, I don't know, like, going up to a planet and just having it load around me is, I mean, it's not the whole planet. Obviously, when you go far enough away, things are unloading so it can load new things. But maybe I'm just like, there has to be a problem with this game because everything's promising, and maybe it runs buttery smooth, and there's no technical issues with it. I mean, think of something like Minecraft, which is so huge and expansive, and I know that the... Like the, gra- the graphic, the graphic, yeah. Know. Minecraft isn't a, a technical powerhouse. Yeah, and but I, that's what I was going to say. I don't think No Man's Sky is necessarily a technical powerhouse mm-hmm. either. I no, mean, think about not. think about the size of the install. I think it's under four gigs. So, um, I remember it's a I think three point four. Overall size of the game is six gigs, and most the, of that's music. The install size on the PSN store right now has the download at three point four gigabytes. So, and then really? of course the day one patch. So, yeah. No man's. And then they've said the majority files. of that is the soundtrack. So yep. which is very see let's see. Um I, I promise you that's what it is because I No, I know. I'm just I'm looking it up as a curiosity. That's that's it. So it's a three point four gigabyte download for the game off of the PSN store, and then they said most of that is the soundtrack. So I don't expect the game to be like I don't 3. expect 4 it to gigs really... on the PlayStation store. Yep. Um, and then you got your patch. So, if you pre-order it, you get all these bundles and bonuses. I don't. I don't expect it to be like like you said. Uh, Minecraft's not like a graphical powerhouse or anything to marvel at necessarily. I don't think No Man's Sky really is either, for the most part. I think it's more of the art direction of the different worlds that kind of. I think adds the art direction is very important in this game because if this was going for realism, this game would be struggling technically. But since it is, Possibly, it yeah. has art direction to it, it can be a little looser with how things look and stuff. I mean, there's dinosaurs walking around on planets all rain. Oh, gosh. It's, I don't think it's... they'd release it if it had issues because, again, I, I, I mean, think they... that's why they delayed it. I think that because well, we were supposed to be playing. 
we were supposed to be playing this game a month ago. Possibly. I mean, we don't know why they delayed it, but I, I don't. I've again, I VR. we've heard about this game for like two and a half years now. I've never heard anybody who has gone hands on with it mm-hmm. complain about like technical issues. Technical issues, and when you think about it, the demos they're playing have to be wide open because there's no way Hello Games can streamline how you're going to access planets. There's no way they're going to be like, go to this one specific planet because the game's so big that there's no way they can build a cookie-cutter demo. There might be some way. Like, they just, they, like, just built a, they just take a galaxy. Well, even when you see their onstage demos. Or solar system or something. Even when you see their onstage demos, he's like, all right, let's find somewhere to go. Uh, We're just going to go here. And then, boop, and then you're there at the the new planet. Right. So, I'm... You know, maybe this is just the maybe the pessimist is me in me is where this caution is coming from. I really, I really want this game to run well. I'm very interested in it, and you know, we're gonna get review impressions here on Tuesday, because um, I assume most major because uh, review codes are not being sent out, so I imagine most major outlets will be picking up copies at midnight. Yes. Because they want to be playing it as soon as possible to get review impressions up that day so they can draw on some traffic. And some people have and expressed concerns that their reviews are not going to be up Tuesday. And I, I just think they personally I don't want to think... do a worldwide launch all at once. And I don't... Yeah, I don't I don't want to... I don't. If I'm seeing scored reviews on day one for this game, I'm not going to be listening to them. Mm-hmm. Because they've had less than 12 hours with the game. Yeah, this is a game you because probably they've got need to, to take sink time your teeth it. into. I want... I want a review, I want rev- thoughts about the game, and then later a review in progress, and then I want a final score, maybe a week later. At the earliest. at the soonest yeah. at the soonest a week later. Um, I'm fine with taking my time for numbers. What I really do care about more is the thoughts of the people playing this game and the community and what just how, and how the systems it. work again and how the resource yeah, actually, management the UI, works and the upgrading and the game. The UI looks a lot like Destiny's, where it's a cursor. It does. Yep. Um, which I'm kind of excited about because I think that's something that works really well in Destiny um, as far as item management goes and the menus and things. Um, so I'm excited to see it in No Man's Sky. If this game if this game is good, I'll, I'm about 95% sure I'll pick it up. Is Abby going to help you buy it? You're going to chip in some money, Abby? Well, no. Abby's uh, <laughs> Abby's birthday is in september so it might be if she really if she wants it it'll be an early birthday gift if she doesn't want it for a birthday gift maybe she'll chip in i doubt it i don't know i'm also thinking about getting the game digitally Um, i've thought about that as well especially since it is actually before vr i think i've said it on the show i know i've expressed it to you i believe i'm going to be upgrading my ps4 to a two terabyte hard drive before vr and i want just everything digitally as far as vr games go because I don't know. Disc and goggles just doesn't sound like it is going to work for me. <laughs> like, I gotta, you know, I mean, I know I can just put the disc in and then put my headset on, but if I can just have yeah, the headset on and play all idea. my VR games, and then especially I'm just since I'm like like I'm I sick usually and tired like... of managing my PS4's hard drive. I really am. Yeah, I've been pretty so well with it recently. Give me, actually. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna buy a two terabyte hard drive and shove that sucker in there. So. Not a bad, not a bad idea. I've enjoyed well, my Xbox VR, since man. I upgraded. Yeah, no, well, my Xbox, I got the terabyte Xbox. I love it. I haven't had to worry about it. The only mm-hmm. reason I want two terabyte on my PS4 is because then you'll never have to think about it ever. Then again. I'll never have to think about it, and you know, I don't know how big VR games are going to be. We really like AAA VR game. I don't anticipate them to be that big. 
I mean, especially well, well, depending line, on the game, like something like mm-hmm. Super Hypercube. I mean, that can't be more than a oh no, Super Hypercube is going to be super tiny. Oh, you're, but, so you're talking when that we get into like the really expensive AAA, games. Well, maybe like full VR experience. So maybe not games that aren't even announced yet. Announced not even yet, not even Resident Evil. You know, because Resident Evil yeah. is probably the first. I still, I still haven't played Re- that demo. I need to do that. You should. You should see. Well, and we'll get to you playing games later. But yeah, Resident Evil is probably the first known AAA game for PlayStation VR. Depending and on I don't how you look at that Batman. one. Yeah, yeah, Batman. But that's only a twenty dollars game. Uh, so it's not going to be very big. It's very short. Resident Evil is a full-fledged AAA game. Um, yeah. And I don't well, then you get into the discussion of what is a AAA early. game, and just from because I mean, Rocksteady's a Rocksteady's a AAA developer. I mean, I know they they're playing a smaller game, so that's it. Just you're absolutely know, right. That depends a, on what you discussion for another a AAA time. game. I don't know. I just feel like VR games should be bigger, right? Because they're doing more. Maybe I don't know. They're fully rendering 3D environments with 3D sound. But then again, that's why they have the power box for the headset well that's just for processing and stuff but still yeah, file size yeah we'll see i don't know figure it out in October, no man's sky i think like two months cool you and i ooh, like two or three months yeah oh my gosh two months. holy cow vr whoa you you pre-ordered on amazon right so yeah. you and i are just going to be waiting for packages all day yeah for sure oh gosh um i hope i don't have any tests that day because <laughs> this Wednesday will be going tests on. that'd be kind of weird well, I don't, know. I don't know. You never know. You never know what's um, going to happen, I guess. But for no Mid- man's Sky, Actually, midterms probably will be around that time. Middle of October. Sorry, professors. I'm playing that VR. Probably. We're on the same page, I think, with No Man's Sky. I think you're think actually, actually probably – I think you and I are both very, are excited for the game. Like, we're interested in it at the very least. Yeah, if I wasn't being so tight with money right now, I would probably pick it up Tuesday, honestly. Because I'm really, you Really, for... you would go in without hearing what other people are saying. Yeah, probably. Okay. Um, I, I mean, again, I don't expect it to be bad by any means. Like, everything mm-hmm. I've seen of the game, like, that looks fun to me. I would play that. There's some games where you where you see them and you're like, okay, that looks kind of clunky. I don't really know how, how, how I feel about that. Again, I'm not expecting it to be a perfect 10, but it, does, it looks unique, and I want to play it purely because of that for the most part. Um, yeah, I don't expect it to be bad by any means. It looks fun. It looks different. I'd like to give it a shot. It is like a very support, game. I'd like to support Hello Games. Cool I would. Studio. I'm all about supporting them. Uh, I'm all about supporting indie devs, especially when their games are like you know. I'm, I'm inside is a, a recent prime example. I was glad it's part, to made it part of the reason why I bought The Witness as well. Well, yeah, Jonathan these, blows especially. Dope. Oh gosh, I really do want that game. I'm hoping. I think I'll wait for like the next sale it's in, like the next PS Plus sale. I think it's been in a sale at all, which is kind of interesting. You don't think it's been? I thought it was. I don't think the witness has been on sale once. Because somebody brought this up the other day in some sort of like four miles or that totally could be true. I thought it was at some point a part of a sale. You can assume it will at some point down the road. Well, yeah, I'm sure down the line eventually it will be a PS Plus sale. You know, like five ten bucks off or something. Um, that game, I really am intrigued with it. Maybe, maybe something fun for before. you and Abby to play together. Too, yeah, maybe I pick it up before um, game of the review, game of the year stuff. So we'll see. But mm-hmm. um, No Man's Sky comes out. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast of this day, it comes out. It's already out. Hopefully, everyone's enjoying it. Uh, but if you're watching this on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash Milano Gaming Speed. No, that's not. The, no, that's not the URL. No, I'm but... bad. What's the URL, Logan? Tell people bunch of letters and numbers and stuff like that I, I don't know i don't think we can i don't think 
I don't know. No, you do. You can have a username. MGS. Search Millennial Gaming Speak on Just YouTube. search it. Yeah, you'll find it. Now you'll I'm going to figure out faces. our channel name. I mean, even though it, that's kind of meta because if you're hearing us say this right now, well, I guess you could listen to podcasts. But if you're hearing us say this right now, then you're already on our YouTube page. So, hi. Millennial Gaming Max, I'm let's talk about out. let's talk about Pokemon. Um, Pokemon. Last week we got a new trailer for Pokemon Sun and Moon. Showed off a couple new Pokemans. Is like I think we saw a couple evolutions of Pokemon that have already been announced. A couple pre-evolutions of Pokemon that have already been announced. Plus we got some new forms for older Pokemon. Um, we've now got an Executor that is a giraffe. Really, really tall. Looks like a legit palm tree now. Uh, I think it's as tall as a whale lord, and whale lord's the biggest Pokemon. I think, Is that how tall ever. it's supposed to be? Mm-hmm. It's as, it's the wow. same length as a whale lord, so the thing is huge. Um, they showed off a couple new pieces of gameplay, I guess. Kind of, some people are speculating that may, they may not have gyms in this edition because did you see how there was like they said that there was like a different trainer on every island that you can go and talk to and face or whatever. Some people are speculating that those will be the quote-unquote gyms, and the gyms themselves will almost be, like, the islands. So there may not be, like, gyms in this one, at least as far I've as... I've heard rumors that you could have your own gym. That would be weird. That would be really weird, um, actually. That actually may you... be kind of fun, though. Yeah, um, which I thought would be interesting. I haven't heard the no... I mean, it's not confirmed or anything. Some people are just right. kind of speculating from what we've seen. If I had to take a guess, you know, there's probably our still is just gyms. a bunch of numbers. We'll have to figure out how to make it like that. I told you. I would but speculate. I would guess. I would look guess. up Millennial Gaming Speak on YouTube. We're the first channel that does pop up if you type that in all the way. I would guess that there is still gyms. Um, that we I also think, saw. I, w- I think they wouldn't stray that far from. The yeah, I don't think they would either. Core, the heart of Pokemon. Um. So, yeah, we saw some new forms and things like that. Um, what did you think about – I assume you watched the trailer and stuff like that. Um, what did you think overall? Because I don't – I mentioned this to you before we started the show, but I don't know how I feel about all of the different forms of Pokemon at this point. Like, it's not bad by any means. I think they've run out of ideas. I think uh, they have run out of ideas. It's partially that ones. and partially just, like – well, they're trying to liven it up. It's a it's a twenty year old. It's almost a twenty year old franchise. So they're. Gosh, I mean, well, it is technically a twenty year old franchise in Japan this year. Um, mm-hmm. Well, hence if the twentieth Pokemon anniversary, I guess this year. Have you talked um, about so many times. Have you listened to NBC this week yet? NBC. I haven't listened in like two weeks. Okay. Well, uh, they put a little excerpt from IGN's new Pokemon show called IGN Secret Base, and they kind of talked a little bit about this. But Andrew Goldfarb pointed out. And I thought this was pretty smart. The whole form thing, which is so far they've only shown the first 151 of these Aloha forms. Alola. Alola? Is that mm-hmm. what it is? It yep. looks like Aloha to me. That's what, I mean, that's what they're going for. But yeah, it's The Alola. Hawaiian theme. Okay, so Alola form. So far they've only shown the first 151 Pokemon in any capacity. Pokemon Go also is the first 151 Pokemon. Like for the twenty year anniversary, they they're hitting. What do you the mean by they've really only hard. shown the the first one hundred one fifty one? In hmm? what do you mean by they've only shown the first one hundred fifty one in the new one in, in the Southern Alola new... forms, like the Executor and the whole okay, yeah, and you. the e, you know they're the showing things, like, the things with alternate forms. They've only yeah, shown and the... then you know they released uh, red, blue, and yellow on Virtual Console. Not saying they're like 
they're just shoving the 151 in their face, but they are kind of tying those Pokemon all together, especially well, those, Pokemon those, Go. Those, those original ones have always fans. been kind of timeless. Yeah, so, those are and the ones so that I think it's recognizes. really cool and smart for them. Those are the Pokemon I know. I, yeah. I The only generations I know is one, a little bit of two, Mudkip from three, because I use Mudkip for everything, <laughs> and then... Uh, Diamond and Pearl is when I was brought back into the fold. So I know a little bit. I know Diamond and Pearl. I know Diamond and Pearl a little better than I know certainly three and most of two. Um, after that, I'm, I know nothing. Um, the original 151 is where my my heart and soul is as far as Pokemon goes. That's where everybody is. Because, I mean, that's where the most iconic ones are. Like, yeah, even, and even, seeing, them, seeing them have new life breathed into them in this new game is a that's something that excites me. Yeah. Um, so in addition to Executor, we also got alternate forms of both Vulpix and Ninetales plus Sandshrew and Wasn't Sandslash. Eevee was not one? Eevee was form? one. It was no. Vulpix. Okay. No, it was Vulpix. It was some and, tiny dog. It was Vulpix, Sandshrew, Sandslash, and Ninetales. And they Ninetales. are all – Vulpix and Ninetales are now ice types. Is They have alternate forms that are ice and fairy types. Sandshrew is a, also an ice type. His Sandshrew and Sandslash are also ice types. I don't know if they have any secondary types. A lot of, a lot of icy types. But yeah, which is strange because, yeah, uh, welcome to this, heard said welcome to this tropical island. Have dragon? Yeah, Executor's a dragon. Executor. The, Executor. The new, the new form. Right. The new form. It's grass dragon instead of dr- grass and psychic. super long. Oh, my gosh. It's so funny. Have you seen all the memes with him? I've seen them. Oh, my I've gosh. I've seen memes. Uh, my favorite was the box art for one of the Kingdom Hearts games has the characters on a beach yeah there's a palm tree and, there's and they the just trees. they just put him right where the palm tree was i died laughing it was great yeah I, I i don't know as far as the forms go like i'm a pokemon purist i would just really love a hundred or so new pokemon and then they just well, the, they keep where, the rest of the formula the same i wasn't a fan i know that i'm where probably did they land in an x and y like how high do, how high is the pokedex currently it's up to like 700 some mid 700s is it? I thought it was in the eights. It's mid seven hundreds. I know. I okay. think it's around. Because I was going to say, it's around when are we going to crack a thousand? Who's the thousandth Pokemon? I don't know. How many Pokemon are there? We're going to get a definitive number. I think it's like in the seven sixties. If I had to guess, six answers. Um, list. I just... What I was going to say about the forms, though, like, so I'm a Pokemon Pierce. I wasn't a big fan of Mega Evolutions in the Lay last it on one, me. and uh, yeah, I just didn't care for the megas as much i i think the new forms is interesting um it hasn't worked with me i think it's kind of thrown off the metagame a little bit having all of these different forms that you can choose from it's not anything bad by any means it's just more of a personal preference thing so 721 currently by the way not to horribly interrupt you but um 721 is where they're at with last generation so this generation so we'll be in the 800s you'll be in the 800s for sure okay Terribly sorry to cut you off. No, Continue, you're good. Please. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just I think the metagame's going in an interesting direction. They've kind of mixed it up since uh, X, and, X and Y. They really started mixing it up a lot with the new fairy typing plus the new forms. They've been changing things a lot recently, and it hasn't necessarily clicked with me. Um, but I, I don't think it's, again, I don't think it's bad at all. I don't think it's a bad thing. You've got to mix up the formula at some point when there's a 20-year-old franchise that you have to keep inventing upon so if you just release definitely the new a new game every couple of years with 100 and 120 new pokemon then it's going to get stale pretty quickly uh 
but yeah, I don't know. I hope they don't go overboard with the forms is, I guess, the only thing I'll say. Yeah, because, I mean, the la- you know, with the Omega forms, it was like, oh, now I got to learn. And, you know, with the X and Y, Omega oh, forms yeah. mainly pertain to... Is it Omega Forms? Is that what they're uh, called? I forget what it's called. Uh, ancient no, Forms, just, maybe? I think it's just Mega Evolutions. And then in mega Evolutions. Omega, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire did Primal Evolutions. Primal, that's what it was. Yeah. And that so was only for Kyogre. And, and that was only for yep. Kyogre and uh, Ground Dawn. So, you know, then you're learning all those forms on top of it. And now you're getting even more forms for the same Pokemon. Um, it just gets a little confusing. It it's just very gets... overwhelming for someone that's been so out of touch, particularly. In my case, it's like uh-huh. I know the beginning and somewhere one spot in the middle. And like, who are all these Pokemon? There's an ice cream cone. There's a heart on its side. That's that's an old uh, one. And now there's a giant palm tree. It's like you gotta. Well, it's confusing when they change up the old ones, especially to me, um, because I feel well, like I've I known... identify with those easier though. You I know, mean, I, I look I, at that. I, I look at that palm them. tree, and I'm like, I know that Pokemon. Oh yeah, like, you face. identify with it, but it uh, it throws me off when. Like, if somebody was to throw out an executor now, I'd be like, oh, crap, it's both psychic grass and it could change form to be grass dragon or whatever. Well, we like have that. to hear, we have to see how those forms are going to work, yeah, too. Yeah, that is true, because they don't didn't know, really We don't it. know if that's, a, like, a mega evolution where you can just switch it in battle or if it is going to be like an actual this evolution. palm tree version permanently. Because then it's a little more definitive, it's a little more grounded. The other thing they showed off in the trailer is that there's now these, like, special move type things that each Pokemon can do. You have a new little wristband thingy oh, yeah. and you can, like, use a gym in the wristband to have your Pokemon do no, some, like... There's... There's it's, a real wristband. You can buy the toy. You can't buy the toy. It works with your 3DS. Anyway, they, they can cash in. They oh can gosh. do uh, like super ultra or something. There's a name for it. I think it's like a. I think it's just maybe a special move of sorts. Um, and it just looks like a real extremely powerful attack that it, it seems like most Pokemon can do at this point. I don't know how I feel about that either. Um, ultra moves in Pokemon seems kind of strange like is there a cooldown on it like i assume you can only use it probably once per battle with only one pokemon similar to mega evolutions you can't mega evolve every all five pokemon you throw out there or whatever um so i would assume that's how it is i don't know though um i think that's kind of strange personally i've i don't we'd know have to, we would have the to meta see game how it is like getting, functionally works in the game the metagame's getting really different and you would assume they're trying to keep it balanced kind of like you just said but it is getting a lot different, and it's throwing old people like me off, even though I'm only 22. It's you for your rocker. Yeah, it's getting it's getting strange at this point, and I, again, it's fine to iterate upon, but it is getting kind of odd for me to see all these changes coming. So, I don't know. I'm still excited about it. I'm really looking forward to its release. I, which, I'm getting it. Which one are you getting, Sun or Moon? I think it's Sun. I think that's what I decided on. I always end up deciding, though, um, when they reveal all the Pokemon and they show which are exclusive Did to which game. Did you see the leak? Did you see the leak of the final forms for yeah. the starters? Yeah, I, I, I still think that's the, false. But I, ho- I do, hope, it, I hope looked, it's real. I hope it's real. Because they look so good. They look, all of, of them. They look pretty cool. Even the dumb seal looks decent. Mm, yeah. Like, I don't know. Her, the third evolution the for it awesome. is... Litten looks amazing. Okay. It's got like a oh, fire whip. It looks okay. Like. That's like that's like Blaziken all over again. Where Blaze, you know, this kung fu thing. Can we talk about how Rowlet is like this archer ninja bird? Not grass yeah. Bird. That's so cool. Like potential. I mean, this yeah. is a rumor, but whoo, yeah. There's some mock-up be images. It'd be I'd be okay with it. I, I hope it's not real though, because I always like being surprised by that. But if it is, that's true. If that's it is, true. that's fine surprise is always fun. If it is, it's fine. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm still excited. I'm probably getting sun. Are you getting it? Um, 
Well, see, Probably, the last time maybe. I was excited for a Pokemon game was X. I was like, ooh, X is different. It's got the 3D battle system. This is the next step. And I kind of I got burned out pretty quickly. It was too easy. Um, I've said that I've said that forever. It was way too easy. Couldn't keep my attention yeah. because of how easy it was. So I never finished X. And so I don't want to I don't want to rush out there and buy it again day 1. Um I'd and say, start it and quit. I would uh, maybe wait for reviews, see what's different about reviews, the game. Uh, reviews, I'll tell you right now how reviews are. It'll be like mid 8s. People say it's Pokemon, it's fine. I mean, I, the reviews yeah, are you the know, reviews I'm, for I'm, Pokemon I'm curious, the big thing different. I'm curious about is what's different. Like what how are they shaking it up? I mean, I feel like we're I'm seeing that right gonna, now. With the different forms, the different kind of traversal around of the multiple islands, the different special moves, like we're they're showing us those different things. I want to hear, up yeah. I, I, maybe I just want to hear commentary on it, like what other people think about it in their hands. Um, you know, Pokemon's not going anywhere, clearly, um, and I would be downloading this game anyway, so I'm not worried about a physical edition at all. Um, I'm not big enough of a fan to want these special editions, so I'm okay waiting. If I if I do get it, I I want Moon though. Um, I think the the bat looks really cool. I like that. Line. But I also chose X because of a rainbow deer. So yeah, I'd say X and Y and Diamond and Pearl are the worst in the series. If I and see had to rank them, that that may very well be true. But because Diamond was where I re-entered the series after that long period. I love like I have just soft spot for it, and I can't I can't compare it to gold and silver, ruby sapphire, fire red, leaf green, heart gold, yeah. black and white. Like I can't compare it to anything because I never played them. The first three um, generations stand far and above everything else. Right. I'd say, and, and usually then, that's what people say. And then um, I liked black and white fairly well too. So yeah, so like for me, I I'll always have a soft spot for Diamond just because that's where I re-entered. It could be the worst Pokemon game out there. I don't even think it's, it's not bad. Diamond's well, yeah, not a bad I'm game. I'm just by saying any like means. it could be, and I would still love it because yeah, sure. of what it meant to me as a yep. as a player. Yeah, and there's some games like that for all of us, like SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom. Sure, or SpongeBob for Battle for Bikini Bottom. We I had at work we were talking about crappy games we all like, and I brought that game up. And everyone was like, that game is awful. I said, are you crazy? It's the best. I played the SpongeBob movie game, I think. Uh, see, I didn't play that one. But Battle for B- I, I just remember Nickelodeon spamming commercials to that game. And I was like, that game looks so cool. I used cool. to play you a bunch be, of Nickelodeon games. You can, be, you can be Sandy and Patrick and SpongeBob. Do you remember the Marvel Ultimate Alliance style one that came out where it was like Nicktoons Unite or whatever? And it was oh, like. No, I never was, played that as a kid, but I've seen it now as an adult. I do know what you're talking there about. There was like. Uh, SpongeBob, J- uh, Jimmy Neutron, Timmy Turner, Danny Phantom was in it. Um, I remember what was uh, who what was, was the Fairly Odd Parents game? Break the rules or something? Break into rules? Yeah, that something sounds like about that. right. That I remember right. that game. I also remember Rocket Power, uh, Beach. Oh gosh, Rocket Power, Beach something. Oh my gosh, that game. That game Mur- was crazy. Rocket Power, Murder All Shoebies is what I think it was called. No, not even close. It and I think you took your hockey. Sure, you hit. You took your hockey stick and you now I'm gonna killed all the, the shoebies on the beach. Rocket power beach game. I'm telling you, it's got beach in the top. Beach bandits. Beach bandits. See, I told you. Let's. Uh, we're reading shoebies. the plot synopsis of Beach Bandits. Here we go. Rocket power beach bandits by THQ. Rest, in, Rest peace. in peace. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the gang are ju- the gang are just about to enter 
to start their summer vacation when they realize all the sand and ocean shores have been taken away by a mysterious criminal. After investigation, they find out a company called Gollum Industries has stolen all of the sand, and the gang decide to go about stopping them. They end up going to lakes where they discover that water from there has also been stolen by Gollum Industries. The water is found to be used to ship electricity to a secret base. The gang end up destroying the water plants after a confrontation with the Baramundi Bot. Baramundi Bot. B-A-R-R-A-M-U-N-D-I Bot. Uh, they return to Ocean Shores. It sounds like the stupidest game ever. Secret base. Oh my gosh, this game was so good. <laughs> woogity, 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 woogity. Woogity, woogity. Uh, it has a 61% on uh, game rankings, according to Wikipedia. Oh my gosh, I remember okay, this I'm game. Gonna, I'm going to save us from this. On. We're pulling out out of Rocket Power Beach. Oh, Bay come on. No, Rocket Power was great. It sounds Let's... awful. No, it was so funny. Steal all the sand on the beach. Yeah, it's because that makes a lot of sense. Battle because... for Bikini Bottom. Well, Don't read that one. I'm um, not going to read that one, but it has 71% apparently. This game was so good. We're going to go to our topics. Which means we're going to take a break. Which means we're going to stop talking about old crappy Nickelodeon games that we played in our youth. Um, IGN gave it a 7.3 out of 10. Not a 7.8. Um, we're going <laughs> to take a quick break. We'll be right back in a couple minutes with our topics for the week. We're going to talk about NX, and we're also going to talk about quitting games, at least for short periods of time. So uh, come right back here in a minute, and we will talk about all that. Welcome back to the show, everybody. So, now to the second half. Time for our topics. As I just mentioned a moment ago, we've got some more NX-related discussion this week. And uh, we're going to start with that. Max, this week we kind of got a news story that we didn't mention in the notable news like, portion of the show. That like we're... a semi-news story. I'd, yeah. I'd rank it semi-news. Yeah, it's more of a rumor report, sources are saying type thing. Like, I don't know. Exactly. Nothing confirmed, but speculation um, we decided to instead turn it into a topic instead of talking about it in the news. Uh, Max, why don't you walk us through this valley of NX news coverage? Well, if you uh, if you listen to last week's episode, episode 52, uh, and if you did not, I highly recommend you listen to it. Uh, last week, Eurogamer uh, leaked some significant NX details that quite a few news outlets find quite criti- um, credible, is the word I was looking for. And... Um, so we discussed those in detail. This week, a semi-news story came out saying, all within six months, you're going to be seeing Zelda, Mario, and Pokemon on the NX. So by this like time gonna... this time next year, there should be a Pokemon game, a Mario game, and a Zelda game out on the NX. And we have Zelda confirmed, obviously, with Breath of the Wild. Um, still don't know if that is a launch game or if that is just a launch window I'm game. I'm saying no. I still stand by that. But we'll see. I, I hope think, it's. I hope it's think Breath of the Wild is March. I hope it's March. I hope I really it is. Do. But the fact that they haven't said yes or no said. is very concerning to me. <sighs> Max is always yawning on this show. I know. I'm a, I'm a horrible person. But um, so in light of that semi news story, 
I well, Logan and I actually both thought it would be interesting to kind of talk about maybe what we franchises or games we would like to see on launch for NX. I'd I'd have to specify. Let's try to be realistic because, of course, we can say in the first oh, twelve yeah, months, most definitely there will be, be a Metroid, a Mario, a Zelda, a Pikmin, a this, 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 and this, and obviously that's not going to happen because well, new consoles you know, are known think, to have. I think one pipe dream wouldn't lineups. be too bad in that first six months. I think a pipe dream in there, but granted, we'll be pretty darn realistic. I yeah, think. and I also wanted to touch on third party and get your take yeah on some stuff what, with that and get your take on what kind of third party games we think may come to it as well. Um, Assassin's Creed Black Flag. No, probably not. Remember, remember that game was on the Wii U. It was on the Wii U. I wonder how that so played. was Batman Arkham City. Armored yeah, a strange port of it, yeah. Where he had, like, electric armor. And I think you could do the detective mode through the gamepad, if I'm correct. Whenever you went into detective mode, you would... Mass Effect 3? Move your gamepad around. Mass Effect 3 was another one that was on there. Oddly, that's strange. Like, come on, these were actual Wii U games. They exist somewhere. Darksiders 2 was on it, I think. Um, there were some weird we're ones. We're getting... All right, NX, though. Um, so... Man, you and your yawns. What is I don't wrong know what it with is. you? It Maybe is two thirty just... in the afternoon. I don't. I don't get a lot of sleep, unfortunately. <laughs> I don't either. I gotta wake up at the. I'm a mess. Butt I am crack a, I am a, me- a human mess. Uh, all right. So yeah, NX. Let's talk. Okay. So let's keep this confined to from March 2017 to March 2018. Realistically, the first year of the system. The first twelve months. The first year that the system is on the open okay. market. I've got. What games I've do you think will be out? Because obviously Zelda, we can check that off. Right? Yeah, we don't Zelda, even need to Zelda touch on will, that. Yeah, Zelda's going to be there. It's been confirmed to be an NX game. Um, and even if it's not launch day, it most certainly isn't within the first year. I'm going to guess right now that you're going to say Metroid. And I'm going to guess the opposite and say no. No, I think I do think Metroid is going to be there. And I think Retro is working on it. And I think that's been so ru- that's really no, rumored but, for so long. But but get this, I don't think it's a Metroid Prime. I do not think it's a first person game. I think they take Let's the two D mechanics they've created in Trop and Donkey Kong. Please God, like give that, us that. That would be phenomenal if they did a two D because it's a port. Remember, if the NX rumors are true, and this is a portable system first before a home console. A 2D Metroid makes perfect sense. The last time they did this was Zero Mission. 2D Metroid made Game sense Boy Advance. for ten years, and we haven't Met- hardly yeah, exactly. Seen them. So and so, a 2D gorgeous Metroid because Tropical Freeze is a stunning video game. They really drew a lot of power out of the Wii U to make Donkey Kong and that world and those levels look so alive and fresh and vibrant. Put that in a Metroid game, a 2D Metroid game from Retro. People who are familiar with what makes Metroid Metroid. They get the mechanics and the design, and they now understand they've made two great 2D platformers. So they get the 2D layout and art style and structure. I think they really can fuse those two and put out a Metroid game within the first year. Because Metroid turned 30. Everyone forgets this because it's in the shadow of Zelda. But Metroid is 30 this year in Japan, and it's technically 30 in the States next year. I think we get – I don't think it will be as great as the time when we got Metroid Prime and Metroid Fusion on the same day where we got two Metroid games same day just to re-celebrate this franchise. I think we get the one, and it's this new game from Retro, and it's a gorgeous 2D Metroid game. It makes too much sense. 
for it to happen. But so is my is my NX point against in general? It. Come on. I know it makes. I mean, everything you said does make total sense, and that's exactly why I don't think it'll happen because nothing with the Metroid franchise makes sense. Like, why aren't they milking this more? Like, they they Metroid is Nintendo's like bastardized franchise where they just don't give it any attention at all, and I don't understand why. Like. You've often said Seems, that it's like no. one of your favorites, but they don't. It 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 is my favorite. It's my favorite Nintendo franchise. I don't understand why they give it no attention. It's weird. I I don't. They haven't even. You know, obviously, like the anniversary thing sucks because it is in the shadow of Zelda, and they're gonna be like Zelda 30th anniversary all the time, and all we get is nothing from Metroid. Like the first amiibo, one the first amiibo I wanted and got was Samus. I think that was one of the first ones I got too. Or one of like well, the she first was five she was in six. the first wave and it was like out of them, she was the first one I wanted. She looked, I and love, that one looked nice too. It was sparkly, I shiny. just bought I just bought I told on the show I bought the Metroid Prime Zero Mission Players Guide at a retro game store. Um Zero Mission is so near and dear to my heart. Uh and the Metroid games in general are and I just I really hope <laughs> there is a new Metroid game on NX. I think I think this is the time to bring back this 2D franchise. Uh, you know, they just did that with Zelda with A Link Between Worlds mm-hmm. and Triforce Heroes. They're not afraid to go back to 2D for their beloved franchises. And I think Metroid really can thrive, especially from retro. Um, I am all on board, for the record. Like, I am, I, like, I no, have I my, have my yeah, fingers I know crossed. I hope this happens, because I don't like the Prime games. I don't like the first-person aspect of Metroid, which is totally fine. Really? Because no, the Prime, never, I thought I've the never Prime games it. pulled it off very well. Like, they, they still have that heart of Metroid where you're running around different areas, can't access certain areas till you get certain weapons or items. Like, they, they do well with it, but I've just never cared for it as a first-person game. I want exactly what you've described. But yeah. we've wanted that for 10 years, and we haven't got it. And I, it's just, You know, one, one thing I did love about um, Other M... And as, as bad of a game I never as that touched is. it. So. Really. Um, the thing I really did like about Other M is it had this 2.5D perspective. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't like, a flat 2D. It, like, did different angles. But it yeah. was the 2D mechanics of, like, running back and forth. Like, I really did like that. It was like an action um, game. Yeah. Sort of. And, you know, yeah. the very, very dramatic story was unnecessary. And then some of the first person stuff. Other was M had the right idea, I think, to do like a two point five D type and I run think, around. I and think then if you just tra- and then transitioning that to focus, first person was smart. Yeah, if you focus on what makes Metroid so great in two D, and you focus solely on that, you get rid of this this bloaty story with just it's too dramatic, and you just focus on the game and the core of it. You know, the thing that makes Super Metroid and Zero Mission and games like that so great is the atmospheric storytelling, the visual storytelling. It doesn't need to be chatty like Fusion. It can, it is me alone on a planet of trying to survive and figure mm-hmm. things out and stop space pirates. <laughs> and I think Metroid would have fit right at home on the NX as a portable game. I and agree. I, I, Oh, gosh, I think it, it makes sense, and I hope we get it. But I, I, I don't have it on my list. Um, getting to my list, fair. getting to my list. I think we do indeed see ports of both Mario Maker and Super Smash Brothers. Um, I think that you is think a thing. the Wii U port. The Wii U. I think they port Got the it. Wii U versions over to the NX. Um, so that's a simple what about thing. Splatoon? Splatoon is rumored. I could see them doing it, but Splatoon I'm not. Splatoon is their brand new franchise. I'm not sold on it. Mm-hmm. I would see. I think I'd see. I think we'd sooner see a Splatoon two than a port 
of Splatoon. Okay, that's fair. Splatoon, I I do want I now do within want the first Splatoon within two, the first twelve months of I the want console, a Mario Maker two within and that doesn't make much sense. Well, I want more. I want more skins. Well, they I want, can add that as DLC want... and things. Like they don't need to do a Mario Maker two. So do they do? Well, do they do it DLC where the Wii U version also gets all of this, or yeah, do they make sure. like the do they make the Game of the Year edition and add all this new stuff that the old one doesn't get, or like an enhanced version? They can do both. They can because add, if the NX, it, the NX will be more, but Wii if the version. NX is more powerful than the Wii U, I wouldn't mind if the game looked better. I wouldn't mind if it added a couple new skins and a couple new items. I wouldn't mind if it was just on the system in general. So I don't really care how it I, looks. I, you know, you know how I feel about Super Mario Maker. It can't die on the Wii U. It has to come to NX. You would think. And I think a portable Mario Maker makes even more sense because Mario Maker thrives on the tablet controller. That yeah. it's it actually needs it to function. So if it's on NX, it makes perfect sense. And the fact I can take that, it's not tethered to a system, it's not tethered to my TV, makes even more sense. Yeah. Uh, so I do hope you're right about that. Smash Brothers, I'm a little more wary about. Yeah, I don't know if that one will happen. I, I can still see it, but I mm-hmm. yeah, I could I think it could happen. Especially since, like you said, they could make a with Splatoon or with Mario Maker, like a game of the year edition type thing would make perfect sense with Smash Bros. All the DLC characters are on the NX version. It's simple, it's everything's there. It's in one concise place. Um, yeah, I think we sooner see Splatoon 2 rather than a sp- port of Splatoon. Like, I would say okay. that Splatoon 2 is probably in development. I don't think it's out within the first year of the console, but maybe like mid to late 2018, early 2019, I think would make sense for that. Okay. Um, I've got uh, I've got another one for you. Go ahead. Shoot. Super easy one. This is this has to be in the bag. Pikmin 4. Yes. Yep. That's for uh, sure on the Miyamo- list. Miyamoto has said Pikmin 4 is close to being done despite the game not being announced outside of him saying that, uh, and we've seen nothing about it. So that's and an I, obvious one. When do you think it comes out? Because I can see that launching. I think it's a summer. Summer? You with, think it's a launch game? They need something, and I, if Zelda I isn't, then Pikmin dream, would make sense. Pikmin my dream launch is Zelda, like the Wii all over again. It's got that game for the hardcore, and then um, it's Excite got something truck. like a Wii Sports. Like, you know, like Wii Sports was the casual game, and then Twilight Princess was the come by our new system i think they do that again with breath of the wild and breath of the wild is the nx launch game it's the star it's shining brightly it's got some other experiences there and then i think you've got this plan and i think you see pikmin 4 um as a summer game because i think that's a good time for the summer i would even like here i think within the first year we see an animal crossing um, I think with the mobile game coming out, they've said it's going to tie in with future Animal Crossing games. I think that would be the perfect time to strike. Um, they have all those gorgeous HD assets from the Animal Crossing hub on Wii U. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's there's a hard drive out there somewhere with HD Animal Crossing assets. Animal Crossing thrives so well on the go, but there is something nice about those console versions like the GameCube and City Folk. And if the two are fused, Animal Crossing gets new life. Throw in Amiibo support, which New Leaf is getting now, plus the app, which we don't know very much about. Like, I think all of this kind of would be stacking to make a really robust Animal Crossing experience. Uh, so I think within the first year, we see Animal Crossing. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense to do cross-promotion. Um, my phone just buzzed and told me that Dennis Dyack followed me on Twitter. If you know who that is, he, I, don't, I don't know who Dennis Dyack is. Creative developer at uh, 
uh, Silicon Knights, or that's where he, uh, yeah, he still works there. He made like Eternal Darkness, Legacy of Kane. He created uh, Metal Gear Solid, the Twin Snakes on GameCube. He also did Two Human on Xbox, which is supposed to be like some massive trilogy. I don't know why he just followed me on Twitter, but that's interesting, I guess. And he doesn't, he, he he's one of those people who follows a lot of people, but he doesn't follow that many. There um, you go. That's weird. Um, there you go. The that's one, the most exciting thing. The one game that I think will come out is uh, Mario. I think there's going to be a Mario game. Now, what I'm torn on is whether or not it's a two, like a new Super Mario Brothers type game, which I don't think it would be because if they do port Mario Maker, I don't think there's any. They don't need that new Super Mario Brothers style game. So. I do no, think Mario Maker I do, I do is think, the future of the 2D Mario. I do game. think some Mario game is coming. I'm wary. That's 3D Mario. I'm, yeah, I'm wary. Hmm. I'm 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 half and half on this. Like I could easily see it coming out fall of next year and this being their fall game. But getting a Zelda and a 3D Mario in the same year seems odd for Nintendo because they usually like to keep those franchises like one one is one one is their marquee title one year another is their marquee title another year you rarely see crossover with a 3d mario and a 3d zelda coming out in the same year so i'm where there's gonna be they, some you know, sort of mario game maybe it is mario maker maybe that is the mario game that they they've... you know that news story we mentioned at the top of this said they're trying to avoid the drought the wii u had and if they just want to come slamming out of the gate it w- if that if that's true, obviously we don't know the insides of Nintendo's thinking process or budgeting or NX schedule is. or anything. But if they really want to come out of the gate, just hit a home run. I wouldn't be surprised if I mean, a 3D Mario I mean, is. The I'd fall love game. to see it. What was the last one? Galaxy Two or the Super Mario 3D yeah. World? I guess technically, sort of. I I love 3D World. I did too. It was um, good. So I count it. But I mean, most people, a traditional. 3D Mario would be Galaxy 2, yeah. which was quite a while ago. 2011. Um, so it would be maybe. really cool to see. Yeah, My, I'd like to see that. I'm done with first party. I only party. had one more. I had I had one more thing for, as far as first party okay. goes. Um, and this is kind of a more of a broad brushstroke. Uh, but I think there is a, a, a better virtual console. I think that we bring over oh, good grief. all the they NES stuff. Cross-buy? I think... Yeah, well, yes, Crossbite. They have to get their account thing in order. But as far as like a launch library, just talking specifically about the games, NES, they're super NES games because, you know, apparently only the new 3DS can run SNES games. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Um, and then I think they, you know, they have N64, and I think this is when they finally announce, well, you know, they also have Game Boy Advance games, but they're only on the Wii U for some reason, which makes absolutely no sense uh, to me. Yeah, I don't understand So that. I think all of that comes with it whether i have to buy it again or not is besides the point and then i think no, they finally no. announced see that is not besides the point and we should be frustrated i'm talking about that. just the launch lineup i'm not we're not talking about account systems and all that stuff i think this is when they finally announced the gamecube um library and they have a good solid lineup of gamecube games name running them. name them on virtual console sunshine well, luigi's is, mansion my dream is paper mario and the thousand year door that game I will not see that be one. a challenge I don't think we would see a melee. I think melee. I don't either. See, that's. The I think thing. if they put. I, I'm wondering. I think what if they put melee out, it would, like the community would just rip it to shreds because it wouldn't be exactly as it was on those discs and no, on those games. They wouldn't do melee. I think they would leave melee. Oh, see, I'm torn because they might do it just for preservation's sake. 
I don't but, think, I, I think the community I surrounding that game is still strong enough that they wouldn't need to. It wouldn't do it. But, you know, I think those those core temple games, like you said, and then you've got your other ones like Twilight Princess and um, you could even throw Twin Snakes in there, which is a really hard GameCube game to come by. Metroid Prime, which actually – I don't think they can ups- do that actually anymore. Their you contract might be up with that because they only printed that game for, for – Twin a, Snakes? Yeah, they only printed that game for a limited amount of time and then their contract ran up. Mm. That's why it's so hard Maybe to not. I don't out. know. But I think you know Resident Evil 4, like they've got – could do that. Even though that's like, coming I out again the at the end of this month. I think the GameCube virtual console comes with this. Like they, they really put some stock into it. They're really pushing this classic angle uh, like we discussed last week. And I think now is the time to bring the GameCube into the fold. And having it all on one device, not being, se- not being separated like the Wii U and the 3DS are, where you've got your Game Boy Advance games on your home console. I think it's all on one platform. Yeah, that'd be smart. And it all is there because then you have a killer library um automatically out of the gate and i hope they fix the emulation issues that we you had um and that's kind of my last thing on first party you had some stuff you want to say yeah well eh, we don't need to um my my question is more of along the lines of like what do you think the third party looks like? Do you think we will get Maddens on the NX? Do you think we will get like the no. NBA, the sports games, the Call no. of Duties, the the stuff that is extremely prevalent across not the third if this party? Is, not if this is a portable at first. If this is a home console first that has portable aspects, which the rumors say it is a portable first with home, uh, I don't think we see that because this game, this system is not on parity with PS4 and Xbox One. So they've got to make another downgrade, which is what they've been doing. Um, well, we already know I, the new Sonic games coming to it, so that's there's one third party game for you. Yeah, and um, uh, Just Dance is obviously Just coming out as the other game, like confirmed that, yeah. game. But I don't think we see Call of Duties or Maddens on this thing. Those games have never been so those games have never been portable except the one Call of Duty game on Vita. There was a there was a, there's maybe, been a there Call, Duty, Call of Duty games Call of Duty's on, DS. on DS, and there's been some Maddens on but, DS and uh, Vita as well. Yeah, but you know, I don't think we see Madden 17. See, that's why this gets confusing. Like, it, it is a portable first, but like, it's not really a portable. Like, it's it's very it's very strange. Like, we'll have to see what this it's looks like. It's like a Vita that plugs in your. TV. This is all so hard to talk about when we still don't know what this one, system is. One more month, buddy. Come on, one more month. You can hold. I know. We'll see I can it. wait, I but it, I mean, we do do so much speculation on this show about the NX, and we still don't know what it is. So, like, we're trying to figure out, hey, what third-party games will be on it? Well, it'd be nice. It'd be nice for me to guess if I knew how the system was actually going to work. Because as as accurate as I think maybe last week's reveal was, or, well, I'm still actually very skeptical about the reveal last week. I don't think it's going to be exactly like they showed. There, if if it may follow that those guidelines, but it's not going to be 100 percent similar to what we saw in that Eurogamer Aren't article we will, last week. I'm so excited. That's what's so crazy is the excitement. That's festering inside I just kind of feel Ooh. I just kind of feel dead inside about the whole thing just, just show us and then but, maybe you know, I'll get excited I, think, I thought that was kind of I thought that'd be an interesting thing to talk about I'm, like, I'm not excited I'm not excited option. about the reveal as much as I am just I don't know maybe after I see it I'll be excited yeah I just kind of want it to happen at this point and then I'll decide if I'm excited or not about it I'm excited maybe to play excited. Zelda though so Ooh. that'll be fun imagine Zelda on the go the whole thing on the go I mean there's there's already Zelda's on the go why are you whispering? Let's talk loudly about know. it. But come on, like a game that expansive on the go. 
It'd be cool. It'd I don't be think nuts. that's ever been done before. Mm, a game that big? Probably not. I wouldn't think so. Maybe. Maybe not. <sighs> it's gonna be nuts. Anyway, continue. Let's. Uh, uh, yeah, I was gonna say I'm gonna transition talk- to my next to my topic. I want to. I want to talk about what you want to talk about. So my topic this week is kind of a simple one. I doubt we'll spend too much on it. But um, seven I, hours later. No, no, it won't take that long. I haven't been playing many games lately. I haven't played a game in like two and a half, three weeks. Um, kind of, kind of touched on this a little bit on the show, uh, the past week or so. But um, yeah, my topic is pretty straightforward and simple. Just like, have you ever taken a break from games? If you have, how long do you usually stay away? Like, is it a normal thing for you to take a break for games? Because I find myself doing this probably once a year, or just I'm not feeling it. Like, I don't really. Like, trust me, I spend enough time throughout the year sitting in front of a TV playing video games. But I'd say for maybe about month, month and a half every year, I kind of get a little bit burnt. Um, I'm trying to think it back in the past um, whether or not I've taken, like, any long breaks or not. Um, I don't know. Like, where are you at? Do you ever take a big break from gaming? What do you do when you're not playing games? Because for the past couple of weeks, I've just been doing random stuff that I can talk about in a second, personally. But, uh... Yeah, taking a break from games. Me, I've never really found myself taking a break from games. Uh, I've been privileged enough to have so many different consoles and so many different games. There's always something for me to play. I I do get burnt on genres. I take break from genres. I take breaks from types of games. Um, A prime example of recent memory uh, was Danganronpa. Danganronpa, I played a few like chapters episodes into and then i just stopped i was like oh i'm like i don't know i'm not feeling this uh it usually kind of happens with japanese games uh japanese games are so special and so creative and different but sometimes i just kind of get burnt on them I'm like there's so much because they're so much different than everything else. different and but then there's that time where i'm just craving them and then i came back and i just obsessively finished yeah. Danganronpa. i mean i think it's I was a like common way thing into to, it i think that's a common thing um, to take a break from genres or something like that like oh i don't want to play my like i take a break open or even game in a row. i even take breaks from specific games prime example that pertains to me destiny destiny they're definitely in, in particular with me they're and some of the community big lull like i've barely played and you know i'm getting i'm dipping my toe back in to get ready for rise of iron here in a month but you know destiny is a game i take breaks from um there's i mean do you ever just like not feel in the mood to play period and then if you do feel that way why is it why do you stop? Are you just bored with it in general? Is there things going on in your own life? Not, not for long, not for long periods of time. Maybe I mean two and a half. I mean, up. again, like two and a half, three weeks for me. I mean, that's not that long. I mean, no, I've never, never been that long not feeling playing a game. Really? Okay. Yeah, I'm usually playing something. I'm usually doing, playing, consuming something about a game. I'd say ninety-five percent of the time I am as well. Um, this these past couple of weeks have been an anomaly for sure it's not a common thing uh i can remember certain instances in the past when i have taken a break um i think Eve before like two th- early early 2013 early to mid 2013 before the new consoles came or right right around when the new consoles were being announced i'd say early 2013 i wasn't doing a lot of gaming anymore um i mean mm-hmm. I, it's very 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 on and off 
And then when the new consoles came out, I started paying a little bit more attention. I think that year though, I also missed E3 for like the only like the only time in the last ten years. I just did not. <gasps> I just didn't. How do you miss E3? I just didn't watch much of the stuff. Like. That I remember, at least. There was one year where I just didn't watch a lot of it. Was it wh- When did Kingdom Hearts 3 get announced? Was that 2013? When its, when its resurgence happened? I think it was 2013. When it, like, yeah. I, I think mean, obviously it was, it's been too. Announced. I mean, I think it's it was been in existence since Kingdom yeah, Hearts yeah, 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but, um, like, I know that. probably it. Yeah, no, so I remember I think not. You're right, I'm double checking it. I remember not watching like PlayStation's conference that year. I may have watched Xboxes that morning, but the rest of the day I just didn't care about, and I didn't watch much footage from it throughout the week. I still, I still bought the PS4 and the Xbox One with the days they <laughs> respectively launched. So I, w- I was into games still, but I, I remember like June thinking, like, 11th, 2013 was the day. Yeah, I definitely took a break there for like six months where I was playing things, but it wasn't like with any consistency, and I wasn't really like concerned. I mean, there was, I mean, there was like still like temple things where like life stopped because X came out. Like when Bioshock Infinite came out, I played that game until I beat it. Uh, Same with Last of Us and things like that. Like there was still games that came out that I made sure to like make time for. But other than that, I wasn't just playing a little bit of whatever. Um, I'd say the past couple. I'm sorry. It was June 10th. It was the evening of June 10th. My article went up June 11th. Okay. So. Because I'm stickler for being accurate yeah, on my dates you're very you're very stingy about that um i don't know so if there's like this is a another kind of question i have because this is kind of how I've, I've always been if there's any problems like in your personal life or anything like that can you still play video games because i know some people go to video games to like escape from personal problems and like get out of i them usually like go that. to games you do really so i yeah i find games is very much a comfort I can't do that for some reason. I like if I have a if I have like a gaping problem in my social life or my personal life. Like, uh, for example, uh, I don't know. Like a couple years ago, when let's say I had a problem with my girlfriend or something like that, I wasn't just gonna go home and like bury myself in video games. I was gonna like try to like straighten things out with her. Or, I don't know if I have problems with my family or friends or things like that. I I usually like find it a waste of time to play video games, and I'll try to like straighten straighten those things out in my personal life. And make sure that I'm good on all those fronts before I come back to them, um, before I come back to games. So, I I don't know. I didn't know if that was. Just I find me. them. I find them as a comfort, and depending on what I'm feeling, sometimes I'm very angry. So I usually play kind of games that like kind of anger out. Hotline Miami is a prime example of that. Um, gosh, that game's great when you're mad. It's like oh, it's so satisfying. Um, and then there's games like Journey and Flower. Um, and apparently Abzu, which I haven't played yet, but apparently in the I'll same vein. You, I'll let you know later. That are, very, that are very warm or Unfinished Swan. I remember Unfinished Swan. They're just very comforting. Um, and then there's classics, you know, just games that make me feel at home, warm nostalgia. Um, there's games that make me feel very sad, like um, parts of The Last of Us are games that would make me feel sad. Or um, I got to look at my shelf for sad games. Um yeah, I, I get that point, though. You know, like, the, whatever I'm kind of feeling, usually that's kind of You like of to play something that for. mirrors your feelings. Yeah, similar to... Uh-huh. I mean, the or past... lets me express those feelings. Man, you and your yawns. I, do, do, I don't know. What it's is this, wrong with I'm you? I'm just drained. Yeah, I, uh... Yeah, I don't know. I've just, I was just curious if you've ever taken any long breaks. I mean, again, I will... I, it actually seems like it usually hits me around August if I do take a break, which is... 
well, typically when the, funk now because if, if you know no man's sky's coming yeah if you and, actually I, can and i would fangle finagle a way to pick it up yeah and i've actually like got some time planned out this afternoon that i'm probably gonna jump in and play some games play some abzu i'll probably download batman now that i know i can only spend five bucks on it and don't have to get you the sh- season pass well, at once. yeah i want i'm very excited to hear your thoughts on both of those yeah so uh i'll probably play those today i don't know i've I hope you do. I'm planning on playing some games today, but I don't know. The past couple weeks, like, what have I been doing the past couple weeks? I've, uh, I don't know. I I mentioned it a little bit last week. Been trying to, like, work out more. Been trying to, like, make time for things that I'm trying to, like, institute in my life. And then, Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. I've I've felt like watching TV and movies a little bit more lately, too. So I've used that as my form of entertainment um, instead of video games. I've been slowly chipping away at season two of Fargo. Okay. Like, that's kind of, and... I I kind of do that with TV. Sometimes with TV, um, you I find myself watching shows in some form of community. Whether that's I still watch The Walking Dead with a large group of people, like I've said on the show, uh, and most of the time I share a show with Abby. I lately it's been a very long time since I've had kind of my own TV show where I watch at my own pace and kind of just digest it myself. Um, or same with movies. Uh, I just watched. Uh, Lethal Weapon and uh, a movie, a film called The Invitation. Those were just by myself one day. Like those were. I just watched a bunch of movies last night for some reason. I watched a bunch. Yeah, just kind of like I watched a bunch of romantic comedies for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, I saw your tweet about uh, Five Hundred Days of Summer. I watched Five Hundred Days of Summer. Excellent film. I watched uh, When Harry Met Sally. After that, that was pretty good. I haven't seen that one. That's pretty good. I like it. No, wait. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry, sorry. I don't know why, but when you said When Harry Met Sally. I pictured forgetting Sarah Marshall. No, no, no. I have, of course, seen When Harry Met Sally. When Harry Met Sally is excellent. Yeah, it's really good. Um, I like Billy Crystal a lot. I can't believe I've actually never seen it before. Um, No, that you've never seen When Harry Met Sally? Not until last night, no. Oh, wow. No, When, when Harry Met Sally is great. We watched that in my film class in high school during our romantic comedy section. Interesting. Um, but So I kind of do that with movies, uh, TV. I found Fargo. Uh, which I've been slowly chipping away at that, um, and like I just said, those movies. Uh, I even I just got a Kindle for my textbooks for school, um, and I'm finding myself trying to read a little more lately. Um, that's what I I bought a Kindle. I tried. So to I kind of that's kind of nice because I love you know as as a kid and a teenager I would love to read, and I think the new Harry Potter script coming out and that's I out. have Game of Thrones. Yeah, it oh, came you're... out last week. I read the I read uh, some of the cliff notes about that just because I knew I wasn't going to read it. And I was curious what it was about. It sounds kind of dumb to me. I don't know. I, if, well, you, if you read it, when let I me found know. out when I when I found out it was just a script, I wasn't too particular on buying an actual physical copy, so I just bought it on the Kindle. You did buy it because okay. um, it was just it was a little cheaper. I was like, I'm interested in this enough, and I do love Harry Potter enough. But I don't think this is going to be some fantastic thing. It sounds like fan – to me it sounds like like really highly regarded fan fiction that J.K. Rowling then put a stamp of approval on. Like the story's kind of it's odd pro- to me. So probably what it is honestly uh, and I'm very curious about it. I've heard both ends of the spectrum of people loving it and people hating it and people – kind of i mean i just read a plot synopsis i was pretty indifferent towards it so yeah i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna get in there but i've been reading game of thrones which is uh, um i i've only watched the show that's a show i watch with abby so reading the book is kind of interesting an interesting thing see yeah i'll i'll often so video games is like my preferred form of entertainment or media that i try to consume and uh yeah i i think that 
the past couple of weeks, I've just been trying to make time for other things. Again, t- I've watched a couple TV shows. I've watched a couple movies. I've also been like, sometimes I'll go to bed really early at night, like around 10 or 1030 or something like that. And I'll just go lay in bed and I'll pop in some headphones and I'll listen to music for like an hour, hour and a half, something like that. I, I like doing things like that. Um, I've got a stack of graphic novels I've slowly been going through in my room that I've been reading, mm-hmm. uh, trying to catch up on old comics that I've let build up over the past couple months. Um, yeah, I've just been trying to catch. I mean, I, there's a bunch of different stuff I like to do. Similar to you, I've got a Kindle. I like to try to keep up with the Star Wars books that come out. Haven't done Those the are the best things job. I don't read. Yeah, so I try to read the Star Wars novels. Um, I don't know. There's a bunch of stuff, and I, the past couple of weeks I've just decided to quit trying to pursue finishing my backlog in gaming and just instead try to do a couple other things. So I don't know. It's nice to take a break every now and then. It can be relaxing, rejuvenating. It can be. Then I come back um, and I feel better and more excited about games. Good as new. There was um. Sometimes I take breaks from systems. They're like my 3ds, like portable games. You know, like do you ever do that? Yeah, for sure. I'll oh, go on spurts with that know. stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I, you know, I just kind of, I kind of bounce inside that ecosystem um, while doing other things, but I don't really. Do a lot. You never take a complete One, break, is what you're saying. Yeah, I never take a complete break. One completely different thing, tied to what we were talking about earlier with No Man's Sky. That's fine. I was pretty much done with this topic. So okay. You can mention tweet, you can mention this, and then I was gonna close this. Up. Yeah, and then we'll wrap up. This tweet popped up in my feed. Uh, Dan Stapleton is the reviews editor over at IGN, and he is reviewing No Man's Sky. Um, and he tweeted out, uh, the No Man's Sky patch notes reminded me of when I reviewed Dawn of War 2. Then Relic read my review and fixed the, my biggest complaint ahead of launch. Um, later he says, back then it was in print age, so reviews had to be off the printer a month before the game came out. So that gave him time. But it sounds like not only does uh, IGN have a copy of this game, at least one copy, whether they bought it before the sh- uh, because the street date was broken or they received a copy is beside the point. Uh, they are playing it and they're ready so... Expect review and progress from them actually on launch day, which will be really cool. Um, but it sounds like whatever his biggest issue was, they fixed. Has been fixed allegedly in the patch notes, so that would be interesting. very interesting. Um, yeah, this actually no this Sky. discussion we had today about No Man's Sky has actually really got me excited. Yeah, I'm it's excited kind of about peeling it as away well. some of that optimism. Ooh. And what's so great is I can just hit buy on my PSN and it'll download them. Well, six I was thinking later. about that too during their break. I was like, I could buy it on PSN or I could save money and get it through my Prime membership like I do with everything else. So I may end up going physical still just because it's cheaper. I'm getting more and more tired of physical. I am. I am, I am as well. In. But when It's like, which sucks because I do love like certain physical things I have, especially collector's editions. I yeah, love those. Yes. I'll yeah. never be tired of those, I think. And guidebooks. But for more and more, I'm thinking, man, why can't I just turn this thing on? And maybe, maybe cell phones and apps have ruined me, like not having to print Probably. cards. Yeah, it's not. I don't know. Downloading albums and things like that has been. Oh nice. my gosh! Do you know how fast Ocarina of Time loads on the new 3DS when it's a digital game? Probably really, really quickly. Uh, it's stupid fast. You hit the button, and then the music is swelling up. It's like there's no time at all. It's amazing. I'm so spoiled. Um, I'm really, I had a good episode. I liked this. This was fun. Yeah. I'm going to close this out here. Um, again, thank you for listening to episode 53. We appreciate it so much. Um, you can find, if you want to email us, we'll start there. 
because we got a bunch of things to mention. Uh, if you want to email us, you can hit us up at mgspodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear any questions, comments, or concerns you may have with the show, and we will get back to them or we would read them on the air, whatever. Depends on what you send us through that email. So you can hit us up there. You can also hit us up on Twitter. The show's at MGS Podcast. You can go follow us there. Tweet at us there. Let, you, let us know there what you think about the show. Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, Logan, you can find me at Moreman12. You can find Max at Max the White. Um, again, if you are watching on YouTube, thank you. Please like, share, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. We would appreciate it very much. Uh, give us that thumbs up because we, we deserve it. Um, also, we're at – are we now? Uh, Facebook. We're on Facebook. I haven't posted there in like two weeks though, but you can go find us on Facebook. We're at Millennial Gaming Speak. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. If you could leave us a review on iTunes, that would be greatly appreciated. Keep mentioning this every week. If you could give us a five-star review on iTunes, again, you don't even have to – if you just want to type in the review space, you can, and it still counts as a five-star review. So that would be awesome if you could do that. We'd greatly appreciate it. We're just trying to increase our listenership. Um, I think that's everything. I think that's it for episode 53, unless Max has anything else he wants to throw in here. Um, nothing in particular. You want to yawn one more time? You want to yawn before we get uh, off the if you give me, If you give me just a few more minutes, no. I probably could come up with something. We're, um, we're going to leave before you yawn again. Well, that's fair. I was, I, what I was doing was I was going to our iTunes page to see if we had any new reviews. We had three uh, but it doesn't look like it. We Not had, on iTunes. We had three, I think, last time I checked. But yeah, the iTunes review thing, please, if you could take just a moment out of your time, give us five stars. That would be greatly appreciated. We would we would, you know, love you so much for that. I do have something I want to say. Um, last week, Logan and I and uh, Michael, who substituted for me during the break while I was gone on vacation, mm. kind of had a talk about the future of Millennial Gaming Speak and what we want to do. And I think we kind of – it was just kind of a – an introduction meeting because Michael and I had never met. And then we kind of like threw, uh, it's kind of like throwing stuff against the wall and seeing what sticks. And I think we found some stuff that really sticks. And I just wanted to remind and kind of encourage everyone. We are moving this thing forward and we're trying to make it a little bit better and bigger and a little more expansive as far as our creative outlets go. So yeah, we'll, um, we'll be that, mentioning those plans are still stuff. very on the track and we are going to fill you in when we have, Something that doesn't just stick to the wall, but is a little bit more concrete. Yeah, we'll be mentioning more of that stuff as time moves forward. But we are working on things in the background here. We will, yeah, we'll be sure to let you know what happens with that going forward. Um, yeah, we will not leave you in the dust about that. So thank you for mentioning that, Max. Um, I think that's it for episode 53, though. We thank you so much for listening again this week, like you do every week. If you do listen every week, we appreciate it. Um, have a good week. Enjoy No Man's Sky if you pick it up. Let us know how it is, because I would like to know. And, uh, yeah, we love you very much. Bye-bye. Adios.